Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio. This is Simon Rose. Now it's time for the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors. I'm joined by Russ Mould, Investment Director of Adria Bell. We're going to look at the world of investment from a UK perspective. And Russ, you have talked many times in the past about how investors must be wary when they're seeking uh, decent dividend yield from shares, making sure that the companies can actually continue paying that dividend. And we've seen a prime example of that, haven't we, with Persimmon. Persimmon is it Persimmon yeah. or Persimmon? I never know how to pronounce it. It's a York-based company, so I should probably know, but I always just say Persimmon. <laughs> okay, I'll go with your pronunciation. Go with then. my flat vowels. How about yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, on, the, on paper, it was offering a yield of about 17% which is like money, picking money up in the street when, you know, 10-year bond yields are at four and change and uh, the base rate's at four and so on. And obviously, it, it it sounds too good to be true, and lo and behold, it was. So Persimmon has joined a lengthy list of FTSE 100 or ex-FTSE 100 companies mm-hmm. that were optically paying a 10% dividend yield. Uh, Vodafone, Shell, Max & Spencer, Centrica, Royal Mail, Everest, to name but a few that have, like many a football team I've supported, looked good on paper, but aren't so good on grass. So in that, so the reality was not as good as, as the forecast, and Persimmon has cut its dividend. And, and clearly that, div, that fat dividend yield was the, was, was the market saying, we just don't believe it, I'm really sorry, and we think the risks are so high, mm-hmm. we're going to demand a whacking great yield just, just to stay interested here. So Persimmon, I think, has done the right thing. It still has a net cash balance sheet, I should say, rather than the net debt balance sheet it had going into the downturn of 2007-9. So it's in a much better situation there. But they've done the right thing to husband cash. And the yield is still pretty good on the face of it at 5.5%. So let's not, let, let not, let's not be too greedy here. But yeah, a classic example for all investors, particularly less experienced ones, if the yield looks too good to be true, then it probably is. Yes. Now, what, 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 does persim- what do you do with persimmon now? Well... I guess the first interesting thing is that struck me was that the downgrade they gave uh, at the midpoint of completions, and there is a suggestion that if you know prices stay kind of where they are and cost inflation stayed where it is, then you were looking at profits going down between two thirds and three quarters year on year. Now that's a pretty stunning decline. Yeah, yeah. Share price went down ten percent, not sixty-five to seventy-five percent, which obviously tells you again the market, as you would expect was ahead of the game. It was looking at that big yield saying, don't believe you. It was looking at the earnings estimate saying, don't believe you. So the big question you probably have now, either as an existing persimmon shareholder or as an onlooker is, what do I do? Do I stick? Do I double up? Or do I pull the ripcord because there's clearly a housing downturn underway of some denomination? Mm. And it, it could conceivably get worse from here because we're only just starting to feel the, 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 the hit from interest rates, the hit from inflation and so on and so on and so on. I guess the contrarian in you would say, well, it didn't go down that much given that was a pretty big downgrade to earnings estimates. And it's now trading at one top point two times historic book value or net asset value, tangible net asset value per share. And if you look at the old analyst rule of thumb, 
one times book value or less, potentially cheap house builder, two times book value or more, potentially expensive house builder. Mm. That's the rule of thumb. So persimmon down at 1.2, getting towards getting towards you would suggest the the cheap the cheaper end of the scale. Now there are cheaper house builders out there. I mean persimmon mm. actually again, lo and behold, traded above two times at its peak and you know that hasn't worked out so well so again that that warning sign worked really 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 well let's see whether it works on the downside this time well let's take a break and then we should look at the the sector you mentioned there are others that are theoretically um, cheaper but clearly people have got to be incredibly careful sharing ideas about money this is share radio When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Simon Rose. You're listening to the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors, where I'm in conversation with Russ Mould of AJ Bell. Um, so, Russ, that's uh, pers- Persimmon. Um, mm. uh, you mentioned there are other householders that uh, might theoretically be cheaper, but presumably the sector as a whole at the moment is not looking terribly um, no, on the contrary, uh, optimistic. It's, 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 no, and, and clearly, which, which of course, being a contrarian, you might like. The commentary is getting uh, more progressively more bearish. We had it, it all started with Barrett Developments talking about weakening reservation rates in the autumn, and that a lot of that they pinned on trustonomics and the fact that the mortgage market just simply dried up because banks were wondering what on earth was going on in the bond market. The stamp duty tax break has ended. Help to buy has ended, and I think the key issue for housing overall is since help to buy introduced ten years ago in the budget this year, this the, the, you know March twenty thirteen by George Osborne designed to help to buy it boosted demand it didn't then enable supply to necessarily to catch up since help to buy the average uk house price is up 68 percent according to halifax and wages are up 31 so has it helped to buy i ask the question yeah it's an it's an odd market well we know it's distorted by all manner of things um, and and and, and uh, this is the process so if you're a, if you're a yeah so if you're a bear you're gonna say well look housing affordability the average UK wage is now £32,000. The average UK house price is 268 Nine times just doesn't make any sense unless the banks go back to the jolly old days of 100% loans to value mortgages. And right yeah. now, they're not in that business and their shareholders don't want them in that business. So it doesn't mean it can't be made to work, but because it has done in the past for a bit, but it generally didn't work out very well. So the key issue really is probably house prices have to go down from here or incomes have to gallop higher and, and you know yes. or, or, and, and 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 that's the equation unless of course the government with an election to win thinks so we better do something to gerrymander the system and give everybody a bit of a boost again which is by no means impossible so i think there are there are things that could that w- it will eventually correct it corrected after that horrendous recession in the 1990s it just took some time mm-hmm. i guess the question for the house builders is if you are a contrarian how patient you're going to have to be answer possibly a bit but They've all got net cash balance sheets. They've got aggregate net cash of around three and a half to four billion pounds. They went into the great financial crisis with aggregate net debt of three and a half to four billion pounds. The clock's not ticking. Doesn't mean they won't have a rights issue to say we want to buy more land more cheaply, but at least that's probably for a less defensive thing going forwards. But right now, 
Some of the ones that trade at one times book value or below include things like Redro and Bellway. Vistry does, but it's got a lot of intangibles on the balance sheet, so the gives a goodwill for acquisition. So the actual tangible net asset value is probably a bit a bit lower. So Redro and Bellway are the ones that probably look as if they are discounting a, a pretty nasty recession already and further house price declines. We might get them, we, we might not, but at least they've got net cash. They're going to weather any storm. And at some stage, when the market starts to smell that second derivative of the rate of change in interest rates and things getting mm. easier, they might just start to travel, which is what they did. For those of you with very long memories in the recession of 1990 to 192, they started moving long before the market, before the actual housing market bottomed. And I'd be pretty sure they'll do the same mm. again this time. We, we have rather fewer house builders, don't we? A lot of the smaller, medium-sized firms yeah, they all, there was could a big wave of consolidation. the financial crash. There was a wave of consolidation before the great financial crisis, which left Taylor Wimpy and I think possibly Barrett and one or two others with quite a lot of debt as a result that ultimately didn't serve them that well in the short term. So there are fewer options available. You still have a wide range. You've got, um, you know, Barclay, super high-end southeast London house builder, probably diversifying a bit towards the Midland at the one high end of the rate of the price range, and you've probably got, you know, uh, Vistry, perhaps towards mm. the other end of, of the range with a more focus on, on on affordability. So there's a range of different house builders you can get regionally and in terms of demographic, um, but some are looking, to me, intriguing. But you are going to have to be brave because there's clearly going to be a lot of volatility. Some of it driven by beyond our control macro over the next 12 to 18 months. Russ, thank you very much indeed. That's Russ Mould, Investment Director of AJ Bell, who I hope will be back uh, talking to me in the Financial Outlook for Personal Investors, this time in a fortnight. Russ, thank you very much. Sharing ideas about money. This is Share Radio.